When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the I Almost Died podcast, mamas. How you doing? I know I'm dressed like a safari tour guide, but I am deathly scared of animals. So, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I missed you. I'm back with, of course, a special guest, basically my co-host at this point, Cardboard Zendaya. Um, you can see a little bit of her face now she's leaning in she's really um leaning in mentally and physically into the role of my co-host and i am a dead bad guest <laughs> um <laughs> what was that today i uh i want to talk about a topic that maybe i'm the only one who is scared of but i'm sure there's other people out there and that is amusement parks. Okay? Okay. So, ew, that just made me think of like, uh, y'all remember The Fault in Our Stars? Where they're like, okay, okay, maybe okay will be our always. That movie mm, doesn't sit right with me. I just, ew. Anyways, did I read the whole book? Yes, I did. Mind your own business. So, um, I'm randomly scared of things that just, like, are scary but don't need to be scary. Like, for example, needles, roller coasters, swallowing pills. Like, all of those are things that people do, but for some reason, I just absolutely sharp my pants. So, (sighs) all my life, like, from a kid up until I literally two years ago... I could not go on roller coasters. Most rides I could not go on. I would always be the person sitting out on the sidelines, holding people's bags, going and buying corn dogs at the amusement park because I didn't want to be a part of it. And I really don't know like where this came from. I never had like a bad experience on an amusement park ride, but I'm the type of person, or at least I was the type of person as a kid where like, if I heard anything about a ride not being stable or a ride potentially being dangerous, like, Oh, this ride killed someone in like 1983. I'd be like, I can't go on. And that was like a common thing for me. Like literally the fair would come to town every single year and all my friends would be so hyped to go on like what was it called? The it was like the fireball. It was this roller coaster where it was like in a circle and and I think fire shot out of it. It was really weird, but I could never do it. And every single year my friends, my whole friend group would go to the fair and everyone would go on the rides and little Ben of the Week would be on the side not going on any. 
And this is what my life was like all the way up until two years ago. It was it was so weird. I, I just had a day where I got the opportunity to go to a theme park and I just I just went all out. Now listen. Okay, so this was at this was at Six Flags Magic Mountain here in LA. And who's I with? I was with my friend Emmy. This this was such a random group. It was Emmy, uh, Benji Kroll, um, Antonio Garza, Noen, and um, and Abby Artistry, and we all just went to um, we all just went to Six Flags. And listen, I had never like gone on rides before but i just don't know i just i guess the vibe was good that day i was like today's the day that i just say screw it and go on the rides i think it was partially because someone in the group paid for my ticket and i felt like so bad that like if i just went there and didn't go on any rides i like that that was just like i didn't want to do that so i wanted to make the most of the ticket that i had gotten for free so the first ride the first ride that I went on is, I don't know the name of it, but it's like spring loaded. So basically you're sitting there and it goes from zero to like a hundred miles per hour in like a second. Like I've never been on anything like it. It is, it was insane. I just went like zoom. Like, and so that was like a good start to it. Cause then I was like, okay, that was like one of the worst roller coasters at Six Flags. It can't get much worse. And I went on ride after ride. Like some of the rides at Six Flags, if you've ever been there, are like actually demonic. I'm like, how is this safe? How is this like available for people to go on? But let me backtrack backtrack real quick. Like just the thought, like the pure principle of amusement park rides to me is so insane. Because it's like, what like it's never something that I want to do like I'll do it if I'm dragged to go do it but it's like what makes someone want to be like catapulted and slingshotted and dragged around at like maximum speeds at like insane heights that is so mind-blowing to me and I think I've talked about like things like this in the past on the podcast where it's like random stuff like that it's like why do you humans want to do this what what pleasure are you getting about like getting from this oh clubbing that's another thing i guess they're not really comparable but um it's just very strange to me how why people enjoy it but i guess like adrenaline it's like the body's natural drug and it, it it can be fun for people i guess i don't know i i'm not exactly one who will get adrenaline and then feel good i'm like okay time to go throw up so anyways back to back to six flags um, I managed to go on like literally every ride except for one that everyone went on. The only one I didn't go on was like, I can't remember. I just remember it was like the scariest ride and like they had all these extra precautions. Like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So here's where the paradox lies for me. I hate amusement parks for the rides, but I love I love the ambiance of amusement parks, like walking around, getting food, um, all the other things they have is literally the funnest thing for me. I, I love it so much. It's like one of my favorite places. That is why 
Disneyland and Universal, I actually really enjoy because first of all, Disneyland rides, like they barely have any scary ones. Like they have Space Mountain and what's the other one? Like Yosemite or something. It's like a mountain thing. Why are they all mountains? Anyways, like those I can do and like pretty much every ride at Disneyland and Universal I can do and it's very fun for me and I enjoy it. It is literally the fair where my problem lies because even like with Six Flags, like as scary as the rides are, I know they're safe. But (laughs) when you have the fair coming around to your town that literally is run by like the most questionable people and do y'all hear that? What is that? What is that? Um, it literally sounds like, um, like a sea siren, like outside my house singing. And I feel like crying out of fear. I don't know what that is, but I'm very scared. Anyways, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear that. And we're back to the podcast. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It's still going. Anyways, so like, imagine an entire roller coaster getting packed up, put in a put in a truck, driven like two thousand miles, and then just assembled in a day by people getting paid minimum wage. Tell me that sounds like it's safe in the slightest. Hmm. I it because that doesn't feel safe to me. Like literal rides where people are going to be flying, like, for example, like, you know, the chair ride, where it's like, you're on a chair, and it's like swings, and it like takes you up into like the literal stratosphere, and you're swinging around. Tell me how they can just erect a (laughs) erect, how they can just erect a tower in a literal day, and have people swing from it. And that's just safe. And that's just fine. No, no. And even though I've never died on it and it, and people rarely die on it, they do. And I'm sure, listen, I'm not going to pull up the statistics, but I'm sure people die at fair rides far more often than like regular amusement parks and stuff and like Disneyland, which by the way, okay, this might be spec. No, I'm pretty sure this is real. At Disneyland, fun fact, if you die for whatever reason, like you, I don't know, like you fall off the roller coaster, you choke on a corn dog, like the the plethora of different ways you can die at Disneyland. Apparently, they will take like the paramedics will come, or I think Disneyland has its own paramedics and like fire department, but they will come and 
literally take your body off the property and then declare you dead. So for example, your head could literally be cut off by a roller coaster and they would like consider you alive until you're off the property so you can be dead. Because apparently like Disney doesn't want like the reputation of like people having died at their park. Now, this is just what I've heard. Please go look it up yourself. You know, you know, you know the drill. But it makes me think because in the city that I'm from, we have this indoor amusement park called Galaxyland. I think they're changing the name to it to like Hasbro Land, which is so stupid. Like, what is Hasbro? Who? Huh? Like, what what things does Hasbro have that we're making a whole land about it? Anyways, um... We have this roller coaster that literally flew off the rails one day. By the way, I've been on this roller coaster, which is really fun and swag. Um, It flew off the rails one day, hit a pillar, and killed like six people. So... um, Now, and because like now this, uh, this amusement park literally has that reputation that like people have died there. And I think on other rides too... Like, it's not, like, a one-off thing. And it's hard to, like, get back a good reputation when you literally could die on the rides. Like, so I, I guess I can kind of see where, like, Disney's coming from with that. But still, that's, like, so crazy. <laughs> you would just, like, drag the body off and be like, mm, okay, now he's dead, everybody. Anyways. um, Now... Like, as I mentioned, I do love theme parks and amusement parks, but especially theme parks. Let me, like, list all the ones I've been to, okay? So, um, I guess I'll list in, like, order of how much I love them. Number one, Tokyo Disney. That is just, it's so fun. The rides are a lot more mellow, and they just have so much more fun rides. It's so cool, and the food is absolutely delicious. I love Tokyo Disney so much. (laughs) Okay, then next we have um, Disney World. Disney World is very swag. Um, it has like so it's like four different parks. Uh, but my favorite thing is like Epcot. So like it has a different little. It they basically like took every single country and made like a little mini version of it, and you can get like food from them. Uh, they have like certain rides. Like I think Sweden has like the Frozen ride, which is really fun, by the way. If you're ever at Disney World, go on the Frozen ride. It does not disappoint. You can ride Elsa and Aunt. Ooh, that was a really gross sentence. Now, you can ride with Elsa and Anna, and it's a very fun time. I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, overall, Universal is very fun. What's next on the list? Probably Universal. Wait, did I just say Universal? I meant Disney. Universal is next. Universal Orlando is next on the list. Okay. Um, it's just, first of all, the Butterbeer I was a big fat Harry Potter fan and trying butterbeer for the first time ever was like literally a religious experience. It tastes so good. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, in Harry Potter, uh, the characters go to like this little town called Hogsmeade and get to drink this butterbeer stuff. And they have the actual drink at Universal. And it's this, uh, it's this like, it, it tastes like butterscotch, like literal liquid butterscotch candy, and it's so delicious. I can't. Ugh. Now, where Universal lacks is like it doesn't have the best food, like minus the butterbeer, but it does have some fun rides like the, um, what's it called? The freaking, 
the Simpsons ride. That is so fun. I literally love it so much. Um, and then they have like, uh, I've been saying, uh, so much like someone, please come kill me. They have city walk, which is really fun. City walk is like all these restaurants and stuff, but what really makes them like really makes it a banger is Halloween horror nights. It is so fun. They do it like, um, every Halloween season. I think it's starting soon, like literally September 9th. So that's kind of crazy. But, um, they like had a stranger things one last year. They had, uh, they basically, it's like these big haunted houses almost. And you like walk through it and they have like different characters and it's so fun. Like they do walking dead, stranger things. I can't remember this year. It's like haunting of Hill house, which y'all that show. I'm really excited. Well, I'm scared, but I'm really excited for the, for the house for that. Um, and I don't know. Universal just has a really cute place in my heart and I love it. So um, we'll get back into ranking the best theme parks and amusement parks right after this quick break. Now, thank you for um, bearing with me while I have my hiccup break. We're back now. Um, where was I? Okay, so Universal Orlando is in number third. Uh, now, obviously, Universal Hollywood is going to come in fourth. I haven't been there in a fat minute. I went there as a kid and I'm literally so close to it. I'm like a 10 minute drive, but I just haven't gone in like the past three years. But um, it's very similar. Um, Their city walk is very fun. I love their restaurants. Like the amount of times during the pandemic when Universal was closed, but like me and my friends would just go to city walk and just like dissociate there. It is such an iconic place. It's so fun. Like, I don't know the vibes at city walk just feels so much better. Like you don't feel like you're in North America. It feels like you're just in like that happy place central, like, like happy city. Um, and the food, the food is okay. They have a bubblegum shrimp. Y'all know how I feel about that, but they also have like, um, a really good Mexican restaurant, a bunch of other stuff. It's fun. Um, but moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, I'm going to have to say Six Flags Magic Mountain comes in fifth. This is, uh, this is one I talked about. It's mostly just rides. Now, this is where it kind of leaves the theme park area and just kind of heads into amusement park. They do have like some superhero rides and stuff, but it's honestly just rides. Like there isn't really anything else to do there or anything else to see, um, which is kind of annoying. The food isn't really good either. It's literally just rides. So if that's what you're into, highly recommend, but I'm not really into rides, so, uh, 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 Anywho, I'm trying to think what other ones I've been to in my life. Oh, this is really embarrassing. Uh, um, okay, wait, we'll get to that. Um, Tokyo, no, Yokohama Sea Paradise. This is a really random one to throw into the mix, but I'm just listing all the ones I've been to. This was basically like Japan's equivalent of SeaWorld. And I feel really bad for going to it, but we were like all brought, it was like part of our like exchange student thing that we would all meet up and go to this place. Um, But it was really fun. They had a few really cool rides. Um, But the way, the reason I say is like um, SeaWorld is because I actually went to SeaWorld (laughs) and I went to SeaWorld like two weeks. Okay, so basically as a lot of y'all know, SeaWorld is a terrible, terrible place. Do not ever go there. They keep their whales like in horrible captivity and it's really bad. But 
in 2015, no, 2013, this documentary came out on Netflix called Blackfish. No, not Netflix. Why am I giving Netflix credit? It was like CNN or something. But it was this documentary about just like just how bad SeaWorld was, like how they treat the whales and how the whales have like literally fought back and gone crazy and just killed some of the trainers because they're being like treated so poorly. So my mom and I like didn't know about this. And we we used to always book our vacations like months in advance. So we had this trip planned to San Diego and we were going to go to SeaWorld as like one of the stops. And then two weeks before we're leaving, this documentary comes out called Blackfish, just exposes all of SeaWorld. And it was like big. Like I remember on Twitter, like people were like everyone was talking about it. So when we get there, there was like literally protesters outside. It was very sus. But just like from a completely objective point of view, it's not like it's not that fun. Like, there's not really any enjoyment. And well, for me personally, there's not really any enjoyment in watching like all these animals forced to just do their little dances when you know, like they're literally getting beat and like have like they're these they have the whole specific ocean to swim around. And then they're just in like this literal bathtub. Like, it's so sad. I don't know how these places are still in like still exist. I guess there's just not enough people that care about like animals to like actually like make an impact, which is really sad. But that's how humans are. We only care about ourselves until it is too late. Climate change tease. So anyways, um, yeah, SeaWorld is very low on the list. Uh, oh, okay. We're going to go back. I have a few um, honorable mentions to put in the list between SeaWorld and like the good ones. Um, Legoland. Y'all are sleeping on Legoland, let me tell you. Uh, Legoland is so fun. I personally like loved Legos growing up as a kid. I played all the Lego video games. And even though Legoland is like a little silly and kind of very small, there's just honestly a lot of stuff to do. And it's very fun. And y'all are very much sleeping on Legoland. So, um, but it, it, it was, I remember going at like age 14, no, age 13 and I felt like I was, like, too old for it. Like, it, it's very much like a you have a screaming toddler. Go bring that wench to Legoland. So, um, the food was good, though. Randomly. Why would the food be good at Legoland? I don't know. It is. So, yeah, I highly recommend Legoland. Um, and then another honorable mention is, oh, my God, what? It was just on the tip of my tongue. Oh, 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 this is for all my Idaho girlies and my Montana girlies, Silverwood. This is so random, but like my mom discovered this random amusement park in the middle of Idaho and me and my best friend at the time in uh, elementary school, we just did a road trip there and it was so fun. This Silverwood has, it's like, um, it's, it. It's part okay, so half of it is like an amusement park, and the other half is the water park. I wasn't really feeling the amusement park, but listen, this water park was so fun. It was in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's literally cows right next to these huge water slides, but it's like a full on water park. Like, so fun. But I specifically remember this because when I was there, I, <laughs> I never run into celebrities. 
But in the middle of Idaho at this random amusement park, I see that one girl from Corey in the house. Hold on. <laughs> I need to look up her name. It was so... It was so random. And I was like, um... I had a bunch of taquitos. By the way, the food was there. The food there was really good too. Um, highly recommend. Okay, Corey in the house. I think it was Corey in the house. Yeah. Myra Walsh. She played Mina. This girl. I literally ran into her in the middle of Idaho with my taquito in my mouth. And I didn't say anything. I remember just being like completely shocked. I was like, and then I brought my friend over, and he was like, but anyways, um, Silverwood, very fun. They have, like, a, a whole, like, lazy river, so you can literally spend, like, an hour just floating down the stream. It's super fun. Highly recommend if you're ever in Idaho. So I think that's my definitive list of all the theme parks and amusement parks. I don't – I can't think of any other ones I've been to, but this is I Almost Died. So I, I truly wish I had, like, a personal – experience of me almost okay i guess i did almost die so like whenever i go to the fair or whatever or get dragged to the fair i'll i'll typically just go on a few rides to like make my friends happy and so one of the ones i went on was like this tilt-a-whirl or it was like it was like these big strawberries and then you have like this table in the middle and like everyone sits in it and like you spin it and it was literally the day of that i was going to the fair and this person was riding the tilt-a-whirl when it came off the track and, like, flipped. And this person, I think, broke their neck. Like, they didn't die, but on this tiny... And this is a kid's ride, like, literally a kid's ride. They it literally flipped and they broke their neck, and I think they're, like, paralyzed. Like, I never heard more in the news, but, like, it was kind of the talk of the town that this person literally broke their neck. On a tilt, I would be furious if I literally, if I was like scared of rides. So I just decided to like play it safe and go on a little tiny kitty ride. And then it just flips and I break my neck. I would be forever mad at the world. Um, that's really sad though, honestly. But so I was going to go on that ride. It broke before me. There is your near-death experience. Y'all are welcome. I I would never keep y'all in the dark without... I would never keep y'all starving without a near-death experience. Anyways. So, like, I guess back to, what like, the start. I have grown to, like, theme parks. Most rides I can go on, the only thing I can't do is upside down. That's where I really draw the line. That's what really like freaks me out. I I dislike it a lot. I dislike being upside down. Gravity is fake and it's made up by the CIA and they could just switch it off at any point and I would fall on my head. And I've hit my head and fallen on my head enough times. I don't need more brain damage. So, um, but I, I'm glad... I, and I guess like when I find when I went to Six Flags with all my friends and I finally got over my fear and like went on a bunch of rides, it honestly kind of felt like a watershed moment because I realized so many of the other fears in my life are things that everyone else does, like not on a regular basis, but it's like 99% of people are going to go to an amusement park and not be scared of the rides. Like they might be scared, but not scared to the point where they don't go on it. 
So I realized like, I just need to get over it. And I did, and I'm here and I live to tell the tale. So like, <coughs> it's, it's, it's been really helpful and instrumental in me finally getting over fears. Now, listen, am I still scared of needles? Yes. So that fear is still fading away. Um, and also pills. I mean, I can't swallow pills mainly because it's like, I don't know. I just maybe have like a hyperactive gag reflex or something, but like every time I've tried, I'd like throw up. So that's like the next thing on the agenda. We had roller coasters, got over it. Needles pretty much got over it. Swallowing pills is going to be next. Cause there's like, I'm getting to the point where I feel like, I don't know, in 10 years, maybe there'll be things where I actually need to swallow pills. And I'm not going to be able to, like, what if I like suddenly, I don't know, get like high blood pressure or something. And like my veins could explode at any moment or I could just have an aneurysm and I need to like take this life-saving medication. I'm like, I can't swallow pills. I can't do it. Like, that'll be really embarrassing. So I really need to get on that. (gasps) Y'all. I almost forgot. You know how at the start of last week's episode, I was like, I'm going to start a new segment where I just come up with random thoughts in my mind. I almost forgot. Okay. Random thought of the day is, do I have a random thought of the day? I feel like this was a very, a very, I feel like my random thought was the topic. No, 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 I definitely had one. Bear with me here. Um, <laughs> this is so annoying. Oh, okay. I This is maybe a controversial subject, but I see people like giving hate to like all these billionaires, which rightfully so, billionaires suck. But, like, giving hate to, like, just people in general for, like, wanting to do, like, space travel and space exploration and, like, space colonization. And their argument is usually, like, with all that money, you could, like, fix all the problems on Earth. But as much as we need to, like, fix all our problems on Earth, we are just one generation of people. And I think it's very selfish of us to just, like, think that, like we need to be the only ones saved when there's like going to be generation after generation that is like going to be suffering due to the effects of our own generation. And if that means like going to space and like securing like literally the future of the human race, I think that's pretty important. Now, these billionaires definitely need to be taxed like 99%. Like there's no reason why one person needs even $1 billion. Like that's actually insane. But I don't know. That that's the random thought of the day. Let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I will see you next Wednesday. Make sure you tweet me your, your near death experiences using the hashtag I almost died podcast. Uh, I'll be doing an episode reading them. Um, also, new video on Sunday. I love you all so much. Stay safe. Please take care. And I'll see you later. Run of the week. It's you.